so the uh, tweet from the other night about the Jackbox thing. This is Longbox Heroes After Dark 282. Got sure. A lot, got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to ask Todd. Mm-hmm. So forth. Um, I don't know how this is going to mess up the correct listening order. So uh, I was playing the uh, Jackbox party games mm-hmm. with my kid. We went and played them at like a little friend of his house. There was tons of people there. Uh, you Don't Know Jack was like a PC game show type thing. And that's kind of evolved to this, where it's a whole bunch of different mini games. You plunk down, you're like nine to twenty dollars, and you get six of the mini games. They're all different. There's guessing and drawing and like making whatever. It's supposed to be set up as a party game. You have a bunch of people over your house. Certain games up to eight people can play. If you have more than eight people, the other people that are there but not actively participating in the game can still put the code in, be involved in the game as part of the quote-unquote audience, upvoting things, downvoting things, stuff like that. Right. So with everyone being home because of the coronavirus, uh, each of the room codes for it are just four characters. So people would randomly... Just go to the website, put in random four characters, and hope they, like, kind of infiltrate into somebody else's game. In a good way or a bad way? Well, well, you know, it depends on what kind of person you are, right? (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And obviously, like, depending on how quickly you get it, you could either be audience, or if you get that sweet spot, you're actively involved in the game. Right. Now, granted, there's things that we've learned that don't come up to you if you're doing it either from your phone or from your PC or whatever it is, because uh, over the weekend, my buddy Kyle, who lives out in uh, Chicago area, he just put up on Twitter. It's like, hey, uh, me and my family are here for Easter. And again, it's, you know, him, his girlfriend who lives together. And I think like maybe one or two other people were over. Mm -hmm. We'll get into more uh, hazards of social distancing a little bit later on in the show. (laughs) Right. So he put this thing up that said, hey, we're playing this game. If anyone wants to, like, mess with us, do so, right? Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there. I was preparing for the main show. And he put that up. So I put the code in. And, like, a couple times it was, like, the upvote, the, the downvote or whatever it was. And I was just sitting there. And they kept playing the same game. So if you play the same game, it's the same code. It's like when you switch games, the right. room code changes. Okay. So because they were playing the same game... And the room code didn't change. I went from being an audience member to an active participant in the game. Right. Now, he knew it was someone that he knew because he, he put, put the, code the code up on his social media. But, like, his girlfriend and his other family members were there. They didn't know who this random person who infiltrated their game was. Mm-hmm. So he's cracking up. They were having a lot of fun with it. I was telling my wife about it and actually one time like about a month or so ago when we were playing we just had a random person like pop into the audience while we were playing and then like disappear right mm-hmm. they were looking for something they were trying to get into a game they didn't get whatever they were looking for whatever right right so because i told that story to my wife told the story to my kid he thought it was funny he says he's like hey let's play that and he goes you ask people to join he goes just send someone a message and ask them to join i go it doesn't work that way I go, they might not be available, whatever it is. I go, I'm just going to put it out on Twitter. Say, here's the room code. And, like, when we enter the things live here, I gave it, like, 
two minutes from the time that like we were ready to go. Like as soon as we're ready to go in the game and the room code comes up, Asa has to log in first because he has to be the VIP who's in control of everything. Uh oh, power grab. And so once he's in, I tweet out the thing of like, hey, here's the room code. And then we waited, sat there, plunk, 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 put my thing in. I don't join the room yet, waiting for people. So we played three games. We had two people pop in as the audience on one of the games, Mm -hmm. but not get the timing right. You know what I mean? I don't think Tuesday night at 8 is prime time for people to be messing around with little kids' video games, you know? Yes, you never know. Right, you never know. It was week, like I think weekends a little bit more prime time that we would have got a little bit more action. But he was freaking out. He thought it was the coolest thing that two people popped in and were part of the audience watching us, you know, answer our stupid questions. Right. So you had a good time, though, right? Yeah. So that was me. It was fun. Nobody dropped any dirty stuff because you were like well, second grader. Blah blah blah. Nobody was drawing pictures of anatomy or anything like that. No, no. But listen, and and like the whole time, because you know, I know how when it was adults playing, how I played, right, and what I could, uh, <laughs> you know, send, right. And that's why I was like, I'm like, hey, let's. I'm, I go, I'm playing this game with my kid. If you want to mess with us in like a clean way, please do so. You know, right? People writing the word butts a lot, and your kid cracking up is okay. But anything else? Well, that's so. That's the other thing, like. His his name in the game is Poop Demon. <laughs> Great name, by the way. Right. So I appreciate that name. Yeah, lots of poop, lots of butts. Mm-hmm. You know, just like kind of like I, I was doing it so there's like no swears, you know? Right. Yeah. <sighs> well, as long as everybody had fun, that's good. Yeah. Something to pass the time, man. It was fun. And I and like I was I know what I could do to pop him to get him <laughs> to do whatever it is, you know? Right. You're um, like a puppet master with your kid. Yeah, yeah. And like there's this one game, there's a lot of the draw, drawing games where we have like just a litany of tablets just laying around the house, you know? Mm-hmm. So his old tablet we still have. My wife has a Kindle that I'd gotten her to read books on, but she just reads them on her phone. And then for the dra- the drawing games, I have to grab one of those tablets because dr- trying to draw something even somewhat detailed on my stupid phone just doesn't work. So I grab one of those tablets so I have a little bit more space to draw so my art really pops. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the games is, you know, you make like three drawings of whatever. And then you make three slogans of whatever, you know, whatever you want them to say. And then the game randomizes the pictures and the slogans and makes a shirt. And then the people vote on the shirt. And then if you're the one who created the shirt, taking somebody else's art and somebody else's slogan, you get points. If somebody else's gets picked and they used your art or they used your slogan, you get points. Mm -hmm. Points. So that was one I wasn't sure how the drawing aspect of like a stranger coming in would work. But we gave it a try, you know? Right. It was... So when we did that one, the TKO one with the shirts and the slogans, I was very proud of myself because all of my uh, all of my slogans and all of my drawings were the ones that were used, like, intermixed with everybody else's oh, things. Look at you. Yeah. Just an inventor of t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> oh. 
So that was just my tonight. Wow, look at that. A busy night for Joe. Yeah. My night was filling out forms, tax forms. Well, not tax forms. Filling out uh, uh, quarterlies for the Cinnabon. That was my before we got on here. So I oh, racked gotcha. up a pile of checks, stuffed some envelopes, slapped some uh, stamps on them, and they're ready to go out tomorrow. So I had a super exciting night before we started. Oh, you're cut. Well, I was going to say, under normal circumstances, you'd be cutting it close with the uh, the taxes, but well, it's not they taxes. Gave us like an extra sixteen months, right? Right, but this is quarterlies. This is like paying the payroll and stuff like that. Ah, uh, gotcha. So as long as you digitally have it by, I think it's the fifteenth. Like all of it, like signed in online, yeah. you could pay them on the by the thirtieth. So that's why I was like, ah, oh, I got nothing to do. I did this. I did that. My my accountant, my fa- our, the family accountant, does it all and just sends it to me. And he's like, "Here's the envelopes. Here's the thing. All you have to do is, and what you have to write on the checks and the amounts. So I'm good. It's, so basically, that was most of it. And then one thing I had to do was sales tax. And I was like, "All right, that I could figure out on my own how much you made, how much you charge in tax. Go through. They do a discount, a percentage for doing it online, whatever. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, ah, and I'll just get this all done, and I'll see what's left in the Cinnabon account for buying stupid stuff." afterwards right so you know because i'm still working i'm still getting paid i'm recklessly spending my money on like donating to charities and stuff oh you fool uh-huh i'm a dope mm-hmm. but we toys got our for ta- Todd's. huh that's the only charity i give to is toys for todds oh my goodness <laughs> but anyway um but we already got our tax return in and i may have told the story in the show and if i did i apologize so we go to like a little um accounting place like a couple streets up from us we've been going there we were going there for a while and then my sister-in-law was doing the taxes Mm -hmm. last year she was pregnant and we're like are you sure she don't want to do them and she said yeah i'll do them and then this year before all this you know, uh, social distancing, self-quarantine, all that sort of shit happened. Uh, like, in January, we asked her. We're like, oh, I know you did them last year with the baby on the way. Now that the baby's here, you okay to do them? Mm-hmm. And she just kind of blew us off. Well, did she so, give you enough time to at least, you know, get set up? Right. So, she did. Um, so, we're like, okay, maybe she didn't understand. Maybe she's busy. We'll ask her again next week we see her they weren't there because she was sick we can go to my father's house on sundays following week, we ask her again and she's like yeah i'm just not gonna get enough time i'm like okay perfect no problem so we can start getting everything together to take up to the accounting place we're getting everything together and usually if you haven't gone there in a while and we haven't gone there in like four years you haven't gone there in a while. They want to see, like, obviously what you're filing this year, but also your last two years of taxes. Right. So we get all of our stuff together for this year. We get all of our stuff together for two years ago. Can't find last year's. Right. Tear the house apart, trying to find last year's. My sister-in-law still has it. She never gave it back to us. So now we got to go up there and get it so that we can give the information to them at the, uh, uh, accounting place by us that Friday they closed down. Like we dropped it off on a Wednesday. That Friday they're like, "Yeah, no more people coming coming into the the branch." Right. Right. 
And it's not like one of these like fly by nights guy dressed as like a national monument <laughs> sign, you know? <laughs> right. I was just going to ask. No, that's like a legitimate place, you know? They, right. they, like, since we, they actually moved across the street from where they were. Like, there was one and one, and then they kind of combined because one of the people I think passed away. Either way, not important. Right. So we have it dropped off the Wednesday before they close officially because of the, uh, the corona so that would have been like end of february maybe right because my kid's been out of school for a while but didn't they open up like didn't they become essential businesses and this place just didn't open back up or well okay go ahead <laughs> well we get the call from them maybe like three weeks later saying like yeah even though there's there's or there, so we walk by there because that's on our pokey walk which we're going to get into here shortly because that's the <laughs> of what we're going to talk about today no problem so they have a sign up that says, uh, hey, if we still have your stuff, you know, the government is given an extension to July 15th or June 15th or whatever it is. Right. You know, we'll still get your stuff done. But because they've given us an extension, even though we're not taking people into the office, you can contact us at this number. And, you know, we could figure out, like, how you can get your information to us. So we see that we're like, OK, our stuff's going to get done. So like three weeks after we drop it off, we get a call from them that says, hey, your stuff is done. You owe us X amount of money for doing the taxes. We're like, okay, that's great. We'll stop up. We've walked by there once or twice a day because of the Pokemon. We'll just drop the money off. Okay. So an hour later, there's a knock at our door. And it's someone from the accounting place coming to our house to deliver us our taxes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> were they were they in a hazmat suit? They absolutely were not. Oh, okay. Just coughing into the into the no. letter slot. So we're like, oh well we were gonna, you know, it's fine. You know, you could have just threw in the mail slot, whatever. Um so we got those, then later that day we went and paid for them. And then we just got our uh, taxes deposited into our, our respective accounts uh, just over the weekend, you know? Was it just your regular refund or was it the refund and the stimulus? No. Okay, so we haven't gotten the stimulus yet. I saw a bunch of people posting on Twitter on Monday right. uh, saying that they got their um, they got their stimulus or stimuli. We haven't gotten ours yet. Have you gotten yours no, because I haven't even gotten my refund back and I did it like a week or two ago because I will not give the government my uh, my banking routing number. Oh, so okay. I'll probably be late. I don't I don't like giving that kind of information away. So I was like, I'll take the paper check and I'm fine with it. And yeah. they said, well, that'll probably slow down the stimulus. I said, that's fine, too. You know, I'm you know, I'm working when I get it. I'll just blow it on garbage anyway. So, right. So I mowed the lawn this weekend. Oh, I got to do that. In preparation for the uh, Easter Bunny on Sunday, I had to make sure the lawn was nice and quaffed for him. <laughs> right. Or her. I don't know who was sent out this time. That's right. Don't, you know, the, the gender of the Easter Bunny, don't suspect it. You get in trouble. Uh, but with me working, like still working my job from home, my wife not working, she's like, doing yard work projects. My dad came up and dropped off like a dogwood tree and then it ended up being two dogwood trees, one in the front yard, one in the backyard. Uh, my neighbor 
was in the midst of uh, getting ready to do a gazebo in their backyard, and then the stuff for the gazebo came, and they forgot about it because of everything that's going on. So they ripped up a bunch of old pavers that they had, and they're like, oh, you guys want these? So, like, we're making, like, a little patio in our backyard with them, and by we, I mean my wife. Yeah, well, as long as you don't have to be bending over putting pavers in. Right. Well, that's the thing. You know, like, we couldn't do anything on Monday because of the death storm. <laughs> right. Uh, here in northeastern Pennsylvania, it was a wild storm. Like, power lines were getting knocked down, phone Roofs. poles, you know, uh, light posts, everything. It was wild. Right. Roofs being ripped off of buildings. Yep. Yep. It wasn't that bad here. That much, I'll admit. Like, mm-hmm. by like right by my house. But, like, you go 10 miles away and, like, things are all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, up by us. If you remember... It wasn't this past October, it was the October prior, where there was the big tornado that wiped out, like, an entire strip mall up behind the Wyoming Valley Mall. Yep, took out the bookstore and everything, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, that whole area had a bunch of, like, crazy power line stuff. Yep. The giant market in Scranton, uh, I don't know if you saw it, all the, you know, the cart gazebos or whatever, where you put the carts? Yeah. Uh, they flipped, they smashed into a bunch of cars in the giant parking lot, just wrecked them like shattered windows and dented roofs. It was ridiculous. This is what you get. You're not supposed to be out. You're not supposed to be doing stuff. That's right. This is God, man. This is, you know, seeking everyone inside. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know if you believe the news like three weeks from now or things or, or less. Or mm-hmm. if you're in Florida, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Here's my li- – I have one literal hot take on the news. I find it exa- – I find it hysterical and terrifying at the same time because I watch the local news at 6 and then I watch the nightly news, which I never do. But only because of this, I like to see what's going on and stuff it's like that. It's either you watch news or wrestling, and I know what you've chosen. <laughs> yes, because one is less horrific right now, and that's yes. the news. But uh, I'm watching it. It's like the six o'clock news is like, oh, like, you know, deaths are down in 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 the the area in northeast PA with the coronavirus is like we've had less today than we did yesterday. And then the next day they might have a slight bump, but they're like, all right, like it seems to be under control and maybe the worst has passed. And then I'll turn on the nightly news and the nightly news is like, you know, there's that voice and it's like tonight on the nightly news, Pennsylvania about to enter the death zone. And I'm like, wait a minute, I just watched the the local news and said that like we're flat and i'm like it's two different things i'm not you know gonna be that person saying fake news but like holy shit like the difference in a half hour and nightly versus like you know local are it's ridiculous the way they report news so i don't know it just has me sideways i don't know what to believe anymore joe well i know like a week or two ago we were in a rough area only because um you know, Wilkes, uh, Wilkes Bear, uh, the Luzerne County was rough, right? Yeah. And I think they were saying, and they were like, and again, not to cast dispersions on anyone, but Hazleton specifically was very bad. Yep. It's and out of control ha- in Hazleton. Huh? It's out of control in Hazleton. Okay. So two weeks ago it was. Um, and I guess, you know, our local news did a study that like one in five people were actually practicing social distancing in Hazleton Mm -hmm. and they were so bad. It was, it was fucking up all of Luzerne County. Mm -hmm. 
I'm just as close to Hazleton as I am to you. Right. But because we're in the same county, it counts for me. Right. Um, but just the other day, uh, the lieutenant governor put a thing up. Um, Monday, this was. Um, Pennsylvania, the curve is flattening. Um, ventilator capacity rate is stable. Um, the peak is scheduled for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like uh, hope. There's right. like more hope today. Yeah. Than there was two weeks ago. And this is, you know, and this is one of those times where, you know, it's your decision to believe or not believe your local or your city or your state or your nationwide governments, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot going on. Um, yeah. You know, obviously a lot of the stuff with the sports going on, this is not the sports show. But <sighs> a majority of the live wrestling that was scheduled in May has all been postponed to October. Um, I think, you know, there was the whole thing I alluded to before about how... And this is the broad strokes of it. In Florida, they said, if you were a nationally televised sport or sports entertainment, you can continue to run new programming or film new programming. You're an essential business. You're an essential business as long as there's no fans. Right. Uh, Then, of course, the stuff with Dana White was going to like have it on like first he was going to have it on like an Indian reservation in California. Right. Then, and this is the part that kind of gets swept under the rug when everyone was like talking <laughs> about like, oh, he's going to have it on a private island. Yeah. It was Eddie Murphy's private island. Oh. That was the oh. part that like got swept under the rug because like it like leaked out of whose private island it was. Mm-hmm. So then ESPN, who's in bed with WWE, but not as much as they are with UFC and Disney was like, okay, Dana White, you need to knock this off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then with the Florida stuff that just opened up on Monday, UFC, like, I think Dana White announced a show, like, a UFC card in Florida on May 6th, maybe? Okay. And as we're recording this, uh, the PGA has has announced that their tour is set to begin the second week of June. What, what, what's PJ? The PGA. Oh, I thought you said Pro PGA. Golfer Association. I was thinking of Eddie Murphy and the, the the animated show that he had. I was I don't know why, but yeah, interesting. Well, you can have the PGA, just a couple of people in a cart hitting a ball. Who cares? No fans. Right, but like all the places that had like shows canceled, like WWE was supposed to have a pay per view at a place in Maryland that got canceled. They were supposed to be uh, SmackDown was supposed to be the Friday before round here. And that mm-hmm. got postponed to October. Uh, AEW was supposed to be their thing in Las Vegas. Uh, but, like, most buildings that have sporting events, like, completely wipe their schedules of May. And, again, if PGA is saying June, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I feel confident. But I feel that's uh, very, um, I don't want to say brazen, but that's very ambitious of them. Yeah. And in all that, you're burying the lead, Joe. The XFL filed for bankruptcy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's over. Now, listen, I know you claimed (laughs) that they wouldn't make one season, but who could have foreseen this being the cause? I think if this whole coronavirus thing didn't happen, uh, XFL would be the most powerful force in all of sports. Yes, yes. I... 
I had the under on a full season, but I didn't bet the parlay of it being the reason being plague. So <laughs> I could have swept up in Vegas if I had done that. But yeah. alas, I did not. So let me uh, regale you with my last story and we'll wrap things up unless there was uh, something exciting me. that happened to you in the last seven days. Nope, nothing with me. I've stayed home. I've social distanced myself. Well, I don't social distance myself, uh, but, and by that, I mean, I go out, I leave my house. Mm-hmm. I'm cooped up in here all day. I just want to get out, go for a walk, you know? Right. And me and my wife and my kid would go and do the Pokemon Go. And we would just like kind of walk around like, you know, the four block area where I live. Whole thing would maybe take about like a half hour. Sometimes if we decided to walk down by the school might take a couple extra minutes there's raids or whatever it is if you if you play pokemon this makes sense to you right right well one day last week we're out walking and we're doing our normal route and then across the street some kids and they're like hey are you guys playing pokemon go and i go yeah we're playing pokemon go we go out every day and they're like oh we're we're playing pokemon go too so they come running over (sighs) And I go, okay, guys, hang on. I go, we're supposed to keep a distance from each other. We're supposed to stay away from each other. I go, you guys can come with us. I go, but we need to keep a distance from each other, okay? Right. Okay. So now we got two kids coming with us on the walk as a week ago, right? <laughs> okay. Yep. So they're younger kids. They're like, you know, older than my kid, but like not teenagers. I don't know whatever right. age that is, like 9 to 13 or something. Sure, good good range. And I go, do your parents know you're leaving, going for a walk with strangers? They're like, oh, yeah, they know. They didn't know. Of course they So do. we make it a couple blocks up. The mom comes by in her car. She says, who said you can go out? And I go, I take the bullet for the kids. I go, I go I'm sorry. I go, we were walking by playing Pokemon. They start talking about the Pokemon. They came with us. I asked them if they asked you. They said it was okay. Obviously, it's not. I'm very sorry. I go, I should have, you know, that's on me. So the mom asks, she goes, can I get your number so I know who you are? I go, absolutely. Here you go. I don't care, right? Whatever. So we go around, we do our Pokemon thing. We're done for the day. So the next day, go out. Go out at the same time all the day, all the time. Uh, They're there. But now it's not two kids, Todd. (laughs) Six kids. Six? Six. I thought you said sick kids for a no. second, but go ahead. Six kids. I go, okay, this is great. I go, I like having everybody here, but we need to keep our distance from each other. So we go for the walk. We go around, do things, everything like that. So the next day, run a little late, get out of work. They show up at the house. Oh, that's, put the foot down, Joe. They know where we live. I go, okay, guys, you can't come in. I go, we're running a little bit late. I go, this is the time we always do it every day. We'll be there. That's what it is. Okay. So Saturday, we go out a little bit early because I mowed the lawn. I'm like, I need to do this now because I'm going to crash. I'm an old man. I only have so much energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have their number. The mother has my number. Okay. So we go out. We don't see them. We do our walk. We go home. I lay down for a nap on B. They show up at the house at six o'clock looking for us. 
So my kid goes out with them again. My wife goes out with them again. Never to keep your distance. So then Sunday, Easter Day, they show up as well. No big deal. We were going to go out anyway. Hey, everybody, keep your distance. The number of kids fluctuates between like three and six that are with us. Extra kids, right? When did the cops show up and bust this up? Now, jumping ahead a little bit of the story, as we're out walking yesterday, Monday, two cop cars roll by, not a word. They think you have a big family, Joe. I guess. I don't know. They didn't stop. They didn't say nothing. So, uh, the mother, who I gave the phone number to, Mm -hmm. gave the phone number to the kid. Oh, no. Now, on Monday, while I'm getting slammed at work, my phone is ringing off the hook. It's the kid. Hey, are we still leaving messages? Are we still going out today? Or are we still going out today? Are we still going out today? I get done working at 6. Like, I don't reply. I can't pick up the phone and talk. You know, mm-hmm. I send a message back, and I go, is this so-and-so from Pokemon? Yes. I go, hey, I'm working. You can't call me. We're still going out. We'll meet you guys when we walk by 6.15-ish. Okay. My work ends at 6, but that doesn't mean, like, work's over. That just means my day is over. I got to finish everything up that I'm doing. Right. Like, 6 and, like, 2 seconds, my phone's ringing. Hey, we're on our way down. Oh, my God. So we get together on Monday. I go, guys, you cannot call me. You cannot text me. Between 9 o'clock and 6, I go, I'm working. I can't answer the phone. I can't respond to texts. I can't do anything. This is the schedule. We go out every day at this time. This is what we do. Okay. So the aforementioned yard work that we were that my wife was doing, she goes, I'm going to stay here, finish up what I'm doing. You guys go on your Pokemon. Okay. So while we're getting stuff ready to go for Pokemon, they show up at the house again. Okay. Let's go. Corral everybody else. And they take forever. Like, two of them will show up, and then we have to, like, wait for, like, oh, this guy's getting his shoes on, or this guy's getting his phone, or this guy's whatever. (laughs) And none of them, none of them have full charge on their phone at any time. Like, I leave the house, my phone's at 100% to go do Pokemon. Right. They leave the house, their phone's at, like, 15% to do Pokemon. And, like, we'll get, like, halfway through the walk, and they're like, oh, my phone's out of juice. And I'm like... I don't know. The, the callus has been built up over a week. You know, like, this is the time. This is what we do. This is how long. Anyway. So, I'm like the pokey piper leading these kids around, you know? And, like, <laughs> right. trying to keep my kid close. But then they're having, like, all these problems. And they're like, hey, look at this Pokemon that I caught. And, like, coming up, like, real close to, like, be, me and my kid with their phones. I'm like, guys, we really need to step back. So, today, uh, when we got home, my wife was uh, shook on this one. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because they've been showing up, uh, they're not very good at this social distancing. They're right up in everyone's faces. And she's kind of laying this out to me, her feelings. And I go, well, what do you think we should do? And she's like, I don't know. And, like, I could tell that it's really bothering her. <laughs> right. I go, are you presenting this in a way that you want me to make the decision of what we're doing with this mm-hmm. joe's gonna be the heavy and she's like a very non-committal yes i go okay 
show. So starting tomorrow, when we go out, Ace and I will wear masks. Okay? And I will be much more heavy-handed telling these guys, because I tell them every day. You know what I mean? Like, there was one day, one of the days where we had, like, a full crew, they had previously been out in the neighborhood playing a hide-and-go-seek with other kids. Yep. So there was, like, a much larger group of way more kids. And I'm like, guys, I go, I don't mean to be rude. I go, but we're supposed to be keeping social distance. We're supposed to be staying away from each other. I go, I don't mind if you come with this. I go, but we need to keep distance, give everyone space, right? Right. So they all ran off because they don't play the Pokemon. Um, so I say to my wife, we'll wear the masks. I will be much more heavy-handed with these kids to tell them that they need to keep their distance. We need to stay this far away. And if they don't listen, then I'm going to have no choice in saying, we can't do this with you guys anymore. Because I have no problem saying this to people. My wife does. Mm-hmm. So that's been my week, Todd. So it's still going on, though? This, like, li- this is today. We're, we're recording this on a Tuesday. This is what happened on Tuesday. My wife did not go with us. Mm-hmm. She was very upset because she feels it's going on too far. She didn't want to have to be the one to say, okay, gotcha. neighborhood children, you're not allowed to come Pokemon with us, even though we're walking right by your house playing the game that you're playing. No she didn't want to have to be the one to say that to these kids, but she was kind of laying it in my lap to be like, you're the one who gets to say it. And I'm like, I got no problem. I'll, right. And you know. now I have something to look forward to when we record next week for the update. Like right. now I have literally something to keep me going other than my pasta Sundays. Um, <laughs> and it's not a pasta with ice cream. It's I now eat pasta on Sunday. So that's like my thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's pasta Sunday. I've made it to another one. Now I have Joe's update when we record on whether or not he had to like backhand a bunch of kids. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, well, and again, I, we're going to find out. You know what I mean? I got no problem just saying, like, hey, guys, you really – like, and even it's, – it's less me and it's more Asa. Right. I mean, because kids have an attention span of a gnat, and I, I get it because I have it too. So it's like they get excited and they want to run over and show you whatever, and it's like – we're not going to keep doing this. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to, I, cause I, I, cause not only do you have to re- probably remind one of them, you have, it's like, all right, this one forgets. And then this one forgets. And it's just like round Robin of like kids running into each other. And then, like you said, they're playing hide and go seek with God only kn- knows who knows. And then whoever interacted with the parents of those kids, it's not worth it. It's not, not, you no. know, not for a while. I got, and, I understand and that's everything. the thing. Like we can, we could, well, so we're going to see how tomorrow goes. I'm going to have a mask. My kid's going to have a mask. I'm going to be very clear with them in regards to like everyone keeping their distance. And if it doesn't work, then I have no problem saying like, Hey guys, we can't do this anymore. Uh, I'll, I'm going to lie to them and say, we're going to go at a different time. And then what we're going to do is we're just going to avoid their house. Right. Like if you can imagine Todd in your mind, the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay. The octagon shape with the little pot handle, right? Right. Okay. Googling Oklahoma. Got it. 
Go ahead. Our house is the bottom middle of the pot. Okay? Right. If you go away from the handle and up, that's where, like, halfway up is where those kids are. Gotcha. Okay? So, and then when you get to the upper left-hand corner, there's, like, three pokey stops right there, which is, like, a hot spot, right? Right. You go across right to where the handle is about to begin, and there's a pokey gym. You go down on the actual handle itself, there's a pokey stop and a pokey gym. So then we walk to the handle, we walk back. Are you, are you, are you visualizing the path that we take? Yes. So if worse comes to worse, what we just do is we start at our house at the bottom of the pant, the handle. Instead of going right, we now go left toward the handle. Go up to that corner where the gym is, walk down the handle walk back, walk over to the church, hit those three stops, and then backtrack our way, completely avoiding the front of the pot, which is where the kids would be. Right. If that's what we need to do, just so I can leave my goddamn house once a day, Mm -hmm. that's what I'll have to do. And then mute your phone. I could do that as well. Right. Or tell the mother, like, hey, get their their numbers out of their phone. I don't get, like, and, uh, because I don't think the kids have memorized it because kids can't memorize phone numbers anymore. So mm. just once you get it out, they'll be lost and erase everything. Factory reset on all their phones. And then um, Brett of Wednesday Night War actually lives near me. And he saw me walking around with these children. Right. So I'm sure he's got questions, you know? Right. Well... You do what you got to do, brother. Mm -hmm. So. So that's it. You know, um, maybe you're listening to this early because of uh, your patronage to us. Uh, This weekend we'll be recording uh, previewing in the past. Yep. Still haven't. Let's let's aim for Friday. Uh, I'm fine with that. Yep. Good with that as of right uh, now. Hopefully enough time to be able to check everything and really peruse everything over, you know? That's right. And, uh, yeah, you know, thanks for all the support. Thanks for still listening. Thanks for social media, whatever, interacting, so on and so forth. Um, You know, there's always going to be stuff for us to talk about, you know? Yeah. We'll come up with something. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to episode 282 of Longbox Heroes After Dark. And uh, we'll see you all here next week.